Happy Hump Day, friends! And welcome to... Now there's an idea! Do you think we've already used that one? Yeah, probably. I've only got a limited range. Hmm. Maybe one day we should compile them all. Yeah. And Play see them back how... to back. Yeah. Supercut. Supercut. That's a good word. Or I, I just need to dedicate some more time to think outside the box. Okay. I mean, that's the, the theme of this show, right? Thinking exactly. outside the box. It's exactly what this show's about. You've got we're an being idea. being closed-minded. You do it. About the opening of this show. Yes. And we're expecting the listeners to be open-minded about ice I packs ap- for I shoes. Apologize. <laughs> I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. Yep. Another Wednesday. Yep. Another great set of ideas. Oh, do you know they're making a Wednesday live action TV show on Netflix? Wednesday Adams, off Would of you... the Adams family. Tim oh, Burton's making okay. it. Okay, no, I didn't know that. Just reminded me because it's Wednesday, isn't it? Mm. There you go. When it's called Wednesday. Do you know when it comes out? What? Probably a Wednesday. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm afraid I have no idea. So uh, we got three great ideas for you today. Well, we have. Three ideas. Yeah, I guess we will decide once we've discussed them and the listeners can decide once they've heard them. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure it's down to us to decide if they're great or not. Well, we are in charge of the dings. We are. We're in charge of our own destiny. We are in dingstony. (laughs) Dingstony. (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, So why don't we jump straight into idea number one? We'll just get right into it because I think these are some meaty ideas. Let's dig in. Oh, we both did uh, nice little food puns there because the first idea, uh, we, we're taking a jump back to something we have dus- dus- discussed. Discussed. Something we have discussed before, which is recipe boxes. But we're coming from a slightly different angle. Yeah. And this is tailored recipe boxes. Yes. Yeah, so. Maybe it costs a bit more. Well, I don't see why it would have to because. May, I guess maybe it would cost a bit more for the company to source the ingredients every week for yeah. each individual box. However, we used to get Gusto and HelloFresh. Yeah. And we the always picked tacos every week because mm-hmm. we love tacos. We love Mexican food. But there, it, really, there weren't that many choices. And there was always like just one with chips. There was always a chips one. Yeah. That's, that's boring. Burger and chips. Yeah. Just like, yeah. spice things up a bit. So I'm thinking a recipe box where at the beginning you do a little quiz and either you say, you know, I don't, I'm really adventurous, just yeah. like surprise me. You're up for new stuff. Yeah, I'll try anything new. Or you say, my favourite cuisine is Mexican and Thai, so I'd like more mm-hmm. options with those in. And also one thing that really annoys me about the the mainstream recipe boxes i mean it's probably changed now we haven't done it for a while but there really were not many vegetarian and vegan options yeah now we are not vegetarian or vegan however (laughs) i do like to make vegan conscious choices where i can so you know a chicken curry does it have to have chicken in it you could easily substitute chickpeas or Mm. no baked aubergine or something there is never an option to have that same recipe, but with something else substituted as the main source of protein or whatever. Okay, yeah. So let's explore this first thing that you've mentioned there. Okay, yeah. We'll start from so, the beginning. Uh, on Just Eat, this was an, an yep. example that kind of explained it. You go onto the Indian, mm-hmm. you select korma curry, and then it takes you to a new selection where you pick the meat. Yeah. So you're suggesting that they, for maybe for some of the meals, yeah, uh, the ones where it makes sense, you can select the meal. There's a little drop-down box that says... 
vegetarian yeah. or maybe it even does just say chickpea aubergine chicken mm-hmm. beef yeah although dishes that go well with chicken probably don't go well with beef but yeah, yeah fair enough, we get yeah. the idea i think that's a good idea yeah now because idea. if it's like <laughs> you know um a sticky rice dish with vegetables and it's got like sticky orange salmon. chicken or salmon or something on it how difficult would that be to to just substitute out the meat for a vegan option and then yeah. it's a vegan dish also it would be cool if uh they were cheaper yeah because i noticed that the then this may be different now but when you buy the vegetarian or vegan options they're not cheaper no which is crazy because a vegetable you know if you if you've got an aubergine <laughs> instead of a chicken breast or whatever yeah. there is a significant cheaper. price difference yeah or even Great just idea. like corn you could still make a chili con carne with mm. corn mints. That's what we've been doing, and it's been just as delicious. Yeah, 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 definitely. I know a lot Why of the vegetarian options were curries. Yeah, and it's like sweet potato or or like bulgur wheat with with raw vegetables in. Mm. It's I don't know. I guess they need to maybe uh, maybe they are. They probably are. They probably Hopefully. have plans for this because there is a company that that does just vegan stuff. Is it all plants? I don't know. Uh, yeah, probably. There's probably many. Or, I think there's one yeah. called Beyond Meat or something. Okay, fair enough. Um, or it might just be called Beyond. Mm. But for, for the options to be in the mainstream ones, yeah. uh, Gusto, HelloFresh, etc. Uh, that'd be nice. Yeah, I think so. I think more and more people are, well, there, there are probably more people that are becoming vegan, but also more people that are trying to be mindful. That's exactly yeah. what we're doing. I, I'm not saying I don't have milk in my cereal or milk in my <laughs> cup of tea. I'm saying that if there's an option between a corn chili con carne and a beef chili con carne, then I'll go for the corn one because mm. I'm trying to think about the environment and the animals and my own health. Yeah, yeah we've produced our meat quite a lot, haven't we? We've yeah. been eating chicken in a few weeks. So. Well, I watched The Game Changer documentary yeah. about a year ago and that really changed my mindset and then you've watched it recently and yeah and, you're getting on board um I, I liked what it was saying yeah but i also know how easy it is to skew statistics yeah. and, and stuff like that so i'm not entirely sure i believe all of it no. but it, it it is it does make sense yeah to cut down on meat and stuff like that yeah um so we're giving it a go yeah why not so another thing around these recipe boxes uh i think would be cool and it's along the same sort of lines of is tailored. it pudding no no uh, we've done that we did that in season we one did. um it's being able to ask for recipes or possibly give like recipes yeah and then in their test kitchens or whatever they can improve it and that would uh, be really and cool and actually put it out on their cards yeah here's my grandma's pasta recipe yeah. Although grandma would probably would away. not be very happy about yeah, that, would yeah. she? <laughs> One thing I, I, I don't think I've ever, then again, we haven't done it in a while. Disclaimer. True, yeah. Uh, I've never seen like a orange chicken that you mentioned. Like Ooh, a, like yeah. a real good one, mm-hmm. proper one. Yeah. So I would suggest stuff like that. So I love the BBC Good Food app. I, mm. I love getting rep- recipes from that app yeah, and that website. Yeah. Because there's also a lot of comments underneath. And that's the really handy bit. You go on the comments section and there's like 15 comments saying, use half the amount of sugar. You don't need this much sugar. And you go, great idea. Yeah, I'll follow that. Do they have comments on Gusto and HelloFresh or anything on the recipes? I have done zero research. So maybe. maybe But it would be cool to make it a bit more community based. Yeah, just to really like hone down their uh, product. Yeah. Which would be cool. 
And I think it, it would also be nice uh, if you did put a recipe forward and then they improved it in yeah. the test kitchen. To then have your name on the card. After the people, yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be really exciting. I think it would encourage more people if it was community based. Mm. I guess that's what we're saying. Yeah, get the communities involved. AI, um, <laughs> yeah, get some AI involved <laughs> too. Why not? Maybe AI could come up with recipes. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? That would be bizarre. Yeah, if you sort of programmed it to say this goes with this. Here are some recipes. If it came up with brand new are recipes, you sure, you're not AI because one time you put cinnamon on scrambled eggs. I was I was going for a testing phase. Okay. That's my test kitchen. Okay. And actually, I thought it was really nice. I, I, I did it quite a lot. Really? Yeah. For a period. And I then, guess then it started. It's a bit like French toast, isn't it? Yeah. Now that I think See, about the flavours aren't crazy. They're, they're both quite salt, egg and cinnamon. Mm. It just um, sounds weird. I also used to, I went for a period of putting maple syrup on eggs. Oh. Um, but you kind of have to be in the mood for that one. I feel like I, I would like the listeners to email in and tell us the weird things that they like to eat. Because what what's the thing you used <laughs> to eat as a kid? So when I was a kid, I would make uh, biscuit sandwiches. Biscuit so it was sandwiches. literally just bread. With biscuits With biscuits in. in. So either digestives or um, if my mum wanted to splash out, it would be like Sainsbury's own. Uh, you know the ones with mini cho- chocolate chips in? They're really small. They're not cookies. They're like digestives with no chocolate chips oh yeah. wait vaguely yeah yeah they're yeah, round yeah. still those, yeah 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 uh, i'd put that, a couple of those between chocolate two slices of bread sandwich. And basically yeah i think my mum told me that my my granddad used to eat sugar sandwiches yeah that might be a dream but she can confirm i'm pretty sure i've heard yeah you know, from a different generation yeah. that they used to do that well my nan's generation she spent most of her childhood living on rations still because that lasted for a long time yeah, after the war. Yeah. And she, my nan used to say that she remembered her first ever sweet and it was a milk bottle. Really? Mm. <laughs> so, tailored recipe boxes? Yes. Oh, another point for the tailored recipe boxes. Um, again, we haven't had them for a while, so we don't <laughs> know if it's different now. But when we first started getting them... I think Gusto had more options than HelloFresh back yeah, in the day. Definitely. They're but still... still not a lot of options. Yeah. And it's a bit frustrating when you have one meal and you're like, this is the best thing I've ever eaten. Like we've we've got our little Gusto recipe folder and we've ordered yeah. it from best to worst. So <laughs> we know which ones were our favourites. But it would be really nice if instead of just having to pick from the ones that they've got available that week you have the entire back catalogue if you wanted to and you can pick anything. Yeah, especially because I think what their business model is, is they do they go to companies and they're like, we'll bulk buy this much yeah. food and then all their recipes, yeah. uh, this much chicken, etc. I know that'll probably be more expensive. Yeah, but also surely there's some kind of algorithm that says, oh, we're doing more salmon this week. And then yeah. if your uh, archived recipe happens to be in the, the ingredient list, it just throws that in. Yeah. Because really, what's the difference between the recipes if it's the same ingredients, right? Or, okay, instead of, instead of saying, this week I want this recipe, maybe you have to do it two weeks in advance and you say, in two weeks, so they go that's searching my favourite one. Deals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess that kind of ties into the uh, customers recommending yeah. that or asking for recipes. Yeah, because we had... What was the one that we really liked? It was like ginger, 
lamb or something, wasn't it? Yeah, chili, ginger, chili, lamb, ginger, lamb. Kind of Moroccan thing. I and think. it was absolutely delicious. And yeah. I never saw it again. We had it once and then mm. it was never recommended as a recipe ever again. And I, for some of these things, it's absolutely fine because it's it's relatively easy to go to the supermarket and buy chili mm. and ginger and some lamb and mince. we've done that loads of times, haven't we? Yeah, but sometimes they come up with like razzle hanout and you're like how am i gonna find that in a mm. supermarket sometimes they have such weird specific yeah. ingredients that you can't make it again until it comes back around through that company yeah and i think that's a little cheeky mm. uh maybe not razzle hanout because you probably could find that somewhere um, we do have that that's yeah. not the point <laughs> but um there was one hello fresh one that it, it, it was just a pot of mixed spices that they oh, they called yeah. it like Hello Fresh Parisian mix. Yeah. So what and is that? Yeah, how, how can I make to this again? That? And that was kind of the point of giving you the recipe cards, right? So you can recreate it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was a little Bit cheeky. cheeky. But um, yeah, tailored recipe boxes. Yeah, what I like it. I'm. I think it would be really cool. So you know, people they do like a special meal, don't they? You know, you get your regular ones and then for a bit more oh, yeah, expensive, yeah. you get like you steak, get steak and chips. Yeah. yeah, It would be cool if, you know, they did like a Valentine's one or your anniversary is th- coming up and you can oh, pre-order yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. a fancy one, but it's not just the for two specific- options that you get. Yeah. Should we ding it? Let's ding it. <laughs> that takes us to idea number two. Yeah. So there's a bit of a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Theme. There's a bit of a theme, theme. this episode. Yep. We're not going to tell you what it is, though. We want you to guess the theme. Can I can I say this idea? Because it was my one. Uh, you can to say this idea. I will caveat this by saying, when I told you about this, you were not excited because you said your mum had done it for you when you were a kid. So this potentially yes. does already exist. <laughs> However, we're going to talk about it anyway. Yeah. So, Matt has some watches that he absolutely loves from a very specific company who, they, they haven't been going that long, have they? Uh, I think 2015. 2015. They're called Vin, Vincero. Yeah. Vincero, Vincero. Vincero We're not sure. Like yeah. um, <laughs> but they make, they make really beautiful watches. Affordable, yeah. sleek, nice looking watches. Yeah. And now, I mean, they've got quite a lot of ranges. Yeah. Before, when, they, when I first bought a watch from them, they just had the one. Yeah. Uh, but now they've got quite a few. So you emailed them recently. I did. Saying... Please, sir, can you make a red-faced watch? Yeah, so I'll give a bit of background on it. Um, The background is that Matt only wears three colours, but (laughs) continue. (laughs) So I like the colours, navy blue, as everyone does. Mm -hmm. Um, Like a burgundy maroon deep red Mm -hmm. and like a darker mossy foresty green. Um, So when I was looking for a watch back in 2015, I Mm -hmm. wanted a, a sort of shiny navy blue face. Should I take a picture of your wardrobe later so people can see that that is truly all you yeah, own? <laughs> pretty much. I also own grey and black. Mostly and, and those three colours though. Yeah. So I found Vincero, I think it was a Facebook ad as mm. well. Uh, they, I think they'd just done a Kickstarter and now they're a company. That's cool. So uh, I bought that, came, looked great, got loads of compliments on it. A couple of years later, I was thinking... I would like a green faced watch. <laughs> I searched for like 18 months. And then when I was just about to give up, they Did released. Did you manifest this? Maybe. <laughs> and that's why I was trying to actively manifest this next one. Okay. So they released a green faced watch and I was like, that's perfect. I nabbed and it. And it is beautiful. Yeah. So then uh, I've been looking for a deep red faced watch. Mm. So now if I, if I get this, it'll complete my watch collection <laughs> and I can have a color that fits all my other 
yeah. out- outfits. Yeah. Um, so instead of waiting for Vincero to do this, I decided to send them an email. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Have not going to read the email. email. I- I've got it up here. Yeah. Can you read it in a voice? Uh, nah, it's too long. Can you I, do I, it in your best Scottish accent? No. <laughs> <sighs> I, I don't do accents for like on the spot anymore. That's, really? that's got me into trouble in the past. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair um, enough. Yeah. I wrote them a reasonably long email. Mm-hmm. I also photoshopped some images of their watches. You did. I remember this. You went yeah. to a lot of effort to <laughs> spent, show them how good it would yeah, look. Yeah, I spent about 45 minutes getting pictures of their watches and changing the colors. Mm-hmm. And then I put those in the email and I sent the email off. Um... And basically said, doesn't this look good? You should make it. Send it to your design team or whatever. Maybe you've got plans to. And then I just said, I'm, I love the work that you're doing. Keep going. And they wrote back almost immediately. Wasn't mm, it? it was like the next did. day. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Great customer service. Uh, they said, we really appreciate your support. And I can't thank you enough for your feedback. I will happily pass this information along to the design team. I really like the idea. Definitely something we'll look into. That is just fantastic customer service. Yeah. And, and they even said, thanks again for reaching out. And if there's anything else I can assist you with, please let me know. So I would thoroughly recommend, and this isn't a sponsor at all. Hashtag um, not spawn. Uh, if, you're, if you're looking for a watch, or because I bought one of these watches for, your dad. for my dad for his, mm-hmm. when he retired, uh, got it engraved as well. Mm-hmm. So they're doing engraving. Um, go to vincero.com, probably. You just put it into Google. <laughs> Um, and have a look at what they've got. They're always releasing new styles and it's all very affordable. And uh, can I also just say, the reason I like them is because they're not too fussy. Yeah, they're very... They're, well, some of them are a bit more extravagant. Yeah, but the mm. ones that you buy, like, is it the Kronos? Kairos? Uh, I don't know how to say it. No. Kairos, yeah. But they're just very simple, very classy fantastic colors and they've got mm. a little bit of marble in haven't they Is yeah the so every watch has a little ring of marble that i think is actually from italy mm. which is where they were inspired or Although something Although one of your watches you had the battery replaced didn't you and the yeah. guy put the marble back in back to front so you can't actually <laughs> see that it's marble anymore <laughs> so yeah i went to a vendor guy to replace the battery because i'm cheap <laughs> and he got the marble the wrong way around that's fine. But uh, yeah, it it's works. It's in there. It won't get scratched up this way, I guess. Mm. Also, they do f- women's watches. They do. They look quite nice, I think. But shall we uh, <laughs> move on to the actual idea? All oh, right, yeah. So the idea... Yeah, is a build-your-own-watch service similar to how if you went onto like the Nike website, you can build your own trainers. Yeah. Like completely custom. So I told you this thinking... I would love a watch that's like a black leather strap with like a rose gold circular design. And then maybe I could put a picture or a design of my choosing in the middle and I could choose the number styles and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you said, oh, when I was younger, my mum made me a watch with Legolas in it. So no, it, it already was, uh, exists. Gollum. Sorry, Gollum. Gollum? Yeah. yeah, it was Gollum. Okay. And it said time is precious. <laughs> like, it's genius, isn't it? Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what service she used or whatever or how limited or unlimited it was. Mm. I don't know if you could upload your own photos, um, but she came up with the little tagline. Time is precious. Yeah. Love um, that. And picked the the strap and the picture inside Um, because I was a big Lord of the Rings fan. So this was back when I was like 12, maybe 13. Um, So yeah, it was a great gift. So if we could do that um, and... Again, we haven't done the research and it may be possible, but I remember it, it kind of broke after like a year. But then again, oh. I was, you know, I played football every time at lunch yeah. and 
It probably went for a bit of wear and tear. Did you buy a watch in Florida? Yeah, yeah. When Tell I was, us this story. So <laughs> I think I must have been 13. Mm. And we went to, I guess, Walmart. <laughs> okay. And there was this sort of glass cabinet of watches. And I saw this cool, like, chunky metal one with a blue face. It okay, had a blue yeah, face. Yeah. So I bought it for $6. Oh, nice. And it must have been a few days into the holiday. And mm. I wore it every day on the holiday. And literally on the flight back, I looked at it to check the time and it just, just exploded. <laughs> like it just fell into pieces. It just crumbled off of my wrist. <laughs> I don't know oh, whether it was no. the pressure or change or something. Maybe, but maybe it just, you spent yeah, I mean, it, $6, it was $6 on it, so it might have been that. Yeah, uh, oh. but it was a cool watch. Maybe that's where I got my sort of idea for a blue face from. Yeah, so I've maybe. been carrying that around for 10 years. Oh, um, the trauma of that have, incident. Now I have my blue face watch. I didn't go for metal. I went for leather strap, but uh, yeah, good times. Good times are the best times. <laughs> There's a bit of a pun there because a watch, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Missed that. Went over my head. So uh, design your own watch service. Yeah. And w- what you could do now is uh, smart watches. So yes. maybe you can build into it. You could build your own Fitbit type thing. You know, you put in mm-hmm. a heart rate sensor, a sleep sensor, whatever it is, all the you gadgets. Can pick. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. So maybe it's got GPS tracking. Maybe it's got Alexa or, or it's got Google. And maybe you're like, you know what? I want you to check my heart rate, but I don't want you to check how many steps I'm doing because that's <laughs> too much pressure. Yeah, and I don't want to have a GPS tracker in because I'm a conspiracy theorist. Although, according to the internet, many murders have been solved Oh, really? By people wearing Fitbit. That's just what they want you to believe, though. So you, you turn I on mean, the GPS. I went down a real rabbit hole on YouTube of watching those, like, murder documentaries. There's one guy in particular. I think he was called That Chapter on YouTube. Mm. He was very sensitive, actually. To the Irish one. I don't know. I'm accent Turkey blind. Tree, remember? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, he was the <laughs> Irish one. Um, and he would talk about, you know, unsolved cases or ones that had been solved and yeah. what happened. And he would, he was, to be fair, very good. He was very sensitive to the situation, didn't crack any jokes or anything at the expense <laughs> of the victims, which is what can happen sometimes, which right. is horrible. But I went on a real rabbit hole on his channel, watching all of them, finding out about all these horrible stories that happened. And, and I did a bit of research and there are quite a few that have been solved by... Fitbits. Mm. So, you so know, it'll be like. The killers have been wearing a. Trackable no, not necessarily watch. the killer. Like the victim maybe was wearing one and it shows when their heart rate spiked and then stopped and then that can put an exact time on mm, their time okay. of death. Yeah. Or there was one where the husband, they thought the husband did it and then they checked his Fitbit and he'd been walking around his kitchen at the time. So it couldn't have been him. It's just. Mm. There you go. Cool. So get a smartwatch and then... Uh, Try not to be murdered, I yeah. guess. <laughs> and, hope, and if you are, you know, fingers crossed you're not. Well, let's you, frame you it the other the way. Let's say if, if you're ever framed for murder, you yes. know, if you're wearing a Fitbit, it might be yeah. your saving grace. Although have we just given murderers the idea to take their Fitbit oh, off? Oh God, well, I hope no murderers listen to us. <laughs> go away. If you're go a murderer, away, go away. <laughs> we don't want you here. <laughs> but back to the idea so sorry yeah um you could do uh bespoke smart watches but you could also do classic watches and you could change strap the face uh the colors of the strap and the face the, the, the metal uh, bits the material yeah what do they call the metal bits um the numbers 
So you could either have like actual numbers or the Roman numerals. Yes. Even the mechanism itself. I know posh watches usually say, oh, this is a Swiss. In fact, I'm not sure what's actually inside this might watch, but um, there's something about Swiss, isn't there? They've got like know. the best gears or whatever. I don't know. There's some that you can power by moving your yes. arm. Yeah. And there's some that have little lights on them. They're called Casio watches. I'm not sure if you've heard of those. <laughs> hey, what about one with the torch? <laughs> yeah. Like a tiny little LED right at the top. Yeah, and then you can cool. turn it on. You can feel like Iron Man and yeah. you can use it to find your keys or your keyhole in the dark. It's a good idea. That's a that's a great idea. Throw back to one of our previous ideas I've just remembered. Yeah. Little storage. Yes. Storage compartment. Yeah, yeah. A little pocket watch. Or well, you know, a, a watch that is a Doom. pocket. <laughs> or if you're a spy, maybe it shoots a zip line or um, yes, okay. a garrote. Or like a really, really loud piercing noise, like a rape whistle. Mm. You know, it's in your watch. Oh, watches are great. You can do so many things. It's a shame I can't read the time. <laughs> so uh, get the, uh, what's, what do we call website names? Domain, domain name. Get the domain name, mm-hmm. buildmywatch.com. Dot biz. And start this business. Dot org dot UK. Dot gov dot biz. Mm-hmm. And start making people's dreams come true. Aww. Make my, my, make my, make my, <laughs> Make my red face watch. Oh, I don't think I have. Now you've mentioned the Gollum watch. I would really, really like a Legolas watch. Yeah. Is that yeah. why you said Legolas? Because that's technically, technically, that's what you want. Yeah. yeah. I used to love him. I had a, a duvet sheet that had, it was like split in three <laughs> and it had Aragorn, Frodo and Legolas mm. like down, down the middle. It was Gimli. Gimli wasn't on it. It was just those guys. <laughs> but I refused to sleep on Legolas. Mm. So if ever I was like sitting or laying on top of my duvet, I could only lay on top of Aragorn or Frodo because I didn't okay. want to hurt Legolas. I assume Legolas. you were very young and we won't actually ask. <laughs> no comment. So that's idea number two. We're going to ding it? Yep. Just did. Get them custom watch jibs. Yep. Builted. Yep. Get builted. Let's just move on to idea number three because this could be another big one. This could be the one. And I also, I, I want to disclaim this as well. It probably exists too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're going to give you some more ideas about yeah. it. And also maybe inspire you to do the thing. Yeah. And we'll talk about that at the end. Yeah. Oh, no, at the end. Yeah. In now? A bit. Now. Let's okay. talk about it now. So the idea is create your own board game website. Yes. So uh, we're currently designing a board game. Uh, we won't talk it's much about not, it because... Is it a board game? More of a card game? It, we haven't decided yet. Okay. That's yeah. uh, that's how much we've put into it. So there's no point in us talking about it, really. Yeah. Also, um, we don't want to give it away because we actually think this could be really fun. Yeah. Uh, but we also, if this existed, we could easily make it ourselves. Yes, um, that's So true. the idea, create your own board game website. You design a game. And if you need cards, this website, uh, you send the designs in, it prints the cards, it mm-hmm. sends them to you. If you need a board, you send the design in, it prints the board, sends it to you. Could it have... A playtesting function. Could they have like their own we team of playtesters? Oh yeah, that would be cool. And they yeah. give you tips. Yeah. Maybe if you uh, subscribe. That would be cool, yeah. Um, they give you services like that. I'd love to work yeah. for that company. Just your yeah, whole job fun. is to yeah. play games. Play games and tell people <laughs> how much fun you had. I think another cool function of it could be not, not just to design your own game entirely from scratch, but to take games that already exist and personalize them. Yeah, that would be cool. So when I was Although in, you're, look, you're looking at copyright issues there, but yeah, well, I think it's... When I was in school, I've told you this before, for some reason we had a 
DT project to create our own board game, but from one that already existed. Yeah. And I made a Pride and Prejudice themed <laughs> Monopoly board because <laughs> that's the kind of person I am. That's really the theme of the of of the book and the movie. Capitalism. Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cool. It had like a little, you know, you stop at Pemberley or mm. or you stop at um I've forgotten the names they of all of the houses now. All uh, anything out of a Monopoly, can't they? Yeah. Uh, sorry, make anything into Monopoly. Yeah. Like, is there a Game of Thrones Monopoly? I feel like there is. I think I have it. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I made my own Monopoly, but I had to make it all from scratch. So I had to like make the cardboard board and I had to print yeah. out all the little pictures of the places and I had to make was it the like money. hand drawn or did you actually print out I all think the... I printed out the pictures of the houses did you laminate them oh yes <laughs> I love a laminator bit. yeah <laughs> and I made the little pieces and I think I even made dice using that machine where you put the thing in and then the plastic comes down and it does like a suction thing yeah, over vacuum it vacuum form vacuum form yeah 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 I did that it was Ooh. really fun. I've got it somewhere. We'll play it one yeah. day. Well, now that there's um, 3D printing technology, mm-hmm. you, you could easily print dice or print little figurines. Well, and... my granddad made me the houses. So oh, he, really? he was a carpenter, yeah. So oh, he made yeah. me the little houses and I painted them and stuff. It was really cool. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, everyone wants to build their own board game, right? Yeah. Or like bespoke their own board game, if that's even that can be used as a bespoke verb. Bespoke your own board game. <laughs> bespoke. Yeah boardgames.biz so custom counters custom pieces custom dice custom pieces would be a really cool thing because you know everyone fights over the cool monopoly piece the the car yeah so you could just go to this website fought over the hat uh maybe that's actually yeah i would like to know what's first yeah i like second and third yeah the boot is a good one too i would i'm pretty sure i'd usually go for the dog or the car yeah okay i liked the dog because you could make it look like it was doing a handstand (laughs) <laughs> or like a headstand <laughs> and i also like putting the hat Simple on pleasures. the dog <laughs> oh okay two pieces in one yeah, i get yeah. you no one liked the iron right that was like and I, was that no, piece that, like what was that I piece i did like the iron there was a thimble there's a ship was there yeah but it was all metal which is cool you don't get yeah, that in board games these no. days, do you? but on this website it? maybe you could yes because you can well, 3d print with metal now what yeah i'm pretty sure you can wow that's cool. Well, well, the other technology. So you've got additive manufacturing where, where they add material to build stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other one, which I can't remember what it's called, where they take material away. So you'd have a metal thing and they uh, carve with lasers the metal away. Whoa. But I'm pretty sure now they've got metal additive manufacturing. Like you could also do the vacuum form thing. You could 3D print your model, vacuum yeah. form it, then fill that mold with metal. Although vacuum forming is like plastic silicon you could silicon it yeah maybe i don't know yeah anyway build your own board game i think it would be cool i think it would be a cool like birthday present you know if someone's favorite game like if my favorite board game is settlers of Catan. if there was like a chamois themed settlers of Catan, that would be so cool yeah and i once um started to make a board game with all my friends as the cards I'm not sure okay. if anyone actually knows this. I gave up because I got bored after <laughs> I made like seven. And I, when I realized I'd have to, in order for the game to work, I'd have to have made like 60 cards. After Oof. I worked it out, I was like, oh, and I'd only Effort. just started doing Photoshop. I think I was like 15. Mm. But people could easily do that. Yeah. And maybe even this website could take games that aren't copyrighted and yeah. have them as templates and you just upload imagery. 
Like top trumps. That would be cool. I doubt that's copyrighted. Top trumps. That would be a really cool one mm. for, you know, if, if someone's 60th anniversary, you can get yeah, them do top your family trumps. family and friends. All family and friends, you know, add the yeah. family pets in. Yeah. The postman. <laughs> Taking that would pictures be really of cool. People in public. And Just people in their lives. Yeah. Make them battle it out. <laughs> yeah. I like it. That's a, that's a good idea. So uh, what, what board game would you make, the listeners? Yeah. What's your favourite board? What's your favourite board game? I am a big fan of Risk. Ugh. I know it's a, it's a classic. I've never played it. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we I'm played... pretty sure you've played it with us before. No, we played Civilization for six and a half hours. Yeah. And I won by sending Cleopatra to space. Yeah. Well okay. done. Thank you. People don't uh, usually let me win. Well, we didn't let you win. You just won. Well, and I think it was because we weren't, you'd never played the game. We weren't expecting you to know how to play it. Right. Let's give some context here. It was me and three boys and the three boys immediately, all of you tried to make the biggest army. You just went military we, and we I went science. Risk. I went science and I was like, you guys battle it out over there. I'm going to build a spaceship. Yeah. But you and were like, what do these gold things do? So we were all like, okay, we can defeat her <laughs> She's later. She's no threat. <laughs> but then I used to always win Settlers of Catan as well because the same thing would happen. You guys would try and battle it out, getting biggest army. And mm. I'd just sneakily in the background be building the biggest road. Yeah, that's why we don't play board games anymore because we don't want you to win. Oh, I see. <laughs> do you remember when we played chess on holiday and you beat yes. me in about four moves? Yeah, yeah. It was... Uh... I think every person who knows how to play chess always beats a beginner that way. Well, I'm not a beginner. I know how to play chess. I used to play with my dad, but now I'm thinking he might have just let me win. <laughs> but can we also talk about how I then absolutely smashed you in Connect Four? Yeah, I don't know why you were so good at Connect Four. <laughs> I was so good at Connect Four. <laughs> <laughs> but Connect Four is a child's game. Hey. Chess is like hey. next level. Hey. Don't <laughs> Back even start. to the idea, though. Fine. Bespoke board games, but here, here's here's the next level of this website. Okay. So if you design this website, yeah, and you make partnerships with 3D printing firms and you know card printing things mm-hmm. or whatever, artists, you, you create the interface which allows people to design their own board games mm-hmm. really easily. The next level is selling those people's board games in your store. That would be and cool. And they get profit, like some of the profit, yeah, like Redbubble, yeah. which does T-shirts, but for board games. So I now think maybe, if we invented a game, put it on this website, people could like, maybe they play test it. They tell you if yeah. it's any fun and they give you tweaks and then they kind of work with you so that they've got products to sell that are unique. That would be cool. They should have their own team of graphic designers as well. And you say to them. Update the graphics. Yeah. yeah. Well, not even update the graphics. Just we need a front cover for this board game box. It's about this and these are the characters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they design it. Maybe just get Fiverr involved. Yeah. Actually, for a lot of these ideas that we come up with, um, you don't have to do every aspect yourself. Yeah. And even we're thinking, so and we're outsource. sort of trying to write uh, a book, aren't we? Mm-hmm. And we're coming up with ideas for some of the chapters to have pictures on them. And we're thinking mm-hmm. kind of Fiverr and getting some people to do some different designs for us. Mm. So yeah, you, use all the resources that are out there on the internet. I don't know if you heard, but the internet can hold many, many sticky notes. <laughs> <laughs> as a throwback to we last week's episode we never actually quantified how many it <laughs> it's can just hold. many many okay many many yeah. actually that would be a fun experiment how many kilobytes does a sticky note take up and then how many i don't know what a <laughs> kilobyte is yeah maybe this is an off podcast discussion is a gigabyte bigger than a megabyte yes it is yeah significantly interesting yeah but uh <laughs> 
Do, do, do we like this idea? I, I, I really I like this it. idea. Yeah, I want to yeah. give this idea two dings. You're doing two it now, really? Should we do a dings. drum roll? There we go. Our first double dinger with our new... First double dinger? With our new um, ding ding. <laughs> with our new ding noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's not new anymore though, is it? Our it came first in, double dinger with a new ding noise. It came in in, in season two. Yep. Um, we're on episode five. Came in season two, episode two, I think you'll yeah. find. On the 2nd of February. Yep. Shall we move on to... Bad name of the week. Wow, high five me, I like that. Ow, ah. It's really hard to high five over these mics. Yeah, I just whacked the thing as well. So this week's bad name, what have we got? We have got... Chemical bananas. Chemical bananas for some reason. And in brackets, it says nail varnish. I think that was the origin story. Oh, what is yeah. the origin story? So I think you were painting your nails and I said, that that smells that smells giving me a headache. It smells like chemical bananas. Ah. And then you said band name. And then we wrote it down. Wow. It's not the most thrilling origin story, <laughs> is it? But okay. Yeah. Chemical bananas. Well, I, I'm picturing like... Circa 2007, all-time low vibes, like Mayday Parade, Panic at Is the Disco. Is that like you're thinking My Chemical Romance, Fallout My Boy. Chemical Bananas? Oh, maybe. <laughs> chemical Bananas. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking more, um, what's the other one that's got chemical? Chemical Brothers. Chemical Brothers. Chemical Bananas. Chem- <laughs> <laughs> what, what genre is Chemical Brothers? Uh, I honestly don't know. It's like electronic stuff, right? Not like EDM, but it's... It's, it uses more digital noises and stuff. I don't, I, I don't really listen Synth- to them. No. I've, in fact, I've never listened to them. I think Chemical Bananas for me is like, it, it takes me back to the summer of 2007 when it was really sunny and I, I'd spend all day with my friends on the beach or playing in a paddling pool and I was 16 and it was the best summer of my life. And all I did was listen to All Time Low and Mayday Parade. And Chemical Bananas. And Chemical Bananas. Yep. So if you want to take the name Chemical Bananas, I'm pretty sure it sounds like you're going to become and Sammy's new favourite band. Help me relive my past. <laughs> oh, that was a really good summer for music. I'm pretty sure a Paramore album came out then as well, Riot. And that was like the best one ever. Uh, I never really listened to Paramore either. Oh. Sorry. Oh. I, I used to just listen to uh, improvisational jazz. <laughs> <laughs> he has flute. <laughs> but that brings us to the end of the episode. The music yep. has uh, arisen. I would love arose. if someone could take our theme song and make it Epic. Im- improvised saxophone. Yes. Yeah. Oh, saxophone. Yeah. Yeah. That would be it. the dream if someone could like. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be good if you can do that. Let us know. Yeah. Send it in and we'll we'll play it. Also, just as a a little conclusion message, mm-hmm. summary message, I don't really know what I'm trying to say, but here's the message. Yep. If you want a company to do something... Ask them. Ask them. Yeah. Like with, with the red faces, um, I emailed them. They seemed like they were going to go ahead with it. That was a while ago. It was, but, but you know, it takes time. takes time. Yeah. yeah. So if you want... It's like my mum's done this before. I'm pretty sure she um, wrote to Cadbury's and said they should do dark chocolate buttons. And now it exists. Yeah. So we have the power as consumers. And we said on this very podcast, coffee-flavoured 
cereal. chocolate cereal. And now that exists. Mm. I didn't write to anybody. <laughs> well, obviously they heard our podcast. Presumably. I'm not sure mm. we're allowed to say obviously, just in case. <laughs> I did have a dream the other day that we got sued by Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Why? If anything, we've, we've given them business. I think because we repeatedly say it was our idea. I think that's why they sued us. <laughs> yeah, and they this... made us take down every episode where we mentioned it, <sighs> so we had to go back through and remove the episodes. <laughs> that sounds like a very stressful It was dream. stressful, yeah. yeah. But uh, that's it for this week. Um, we will catch you next Wednesday. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>